We've all found ourselves forced to hit the pause button one way or another after the COVID-19 virus spread into all of our communities. Some of us have had to change the way we work. All of us have had to change our plans. And many of us have had to find new ways to do what we love. Last week, I talked with dancer and dance photographer Jackie Medlock. Jackie has been a dancer with Stephen Petronio in New York City for over eight years while also running her own photography business, Jacqueline Medlock Photography. We talked about how the lockdown is affecting her life and how she's finding ways to stay positive through it all. Jackie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. It's, it's really nice to hear your voice. Oh, no, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Just to tell our listeners a little bit about how we know each other, um, I got to meet you at the Padada uh, Dance Photography Conference in Phoenix, Arizona. Just, um, I guess, wow, that was really just a couple months ago, wasn't it? Isn't that crazy to think about? <laughs> it is, you know, because that was really before um, this coronavirus was on my mind. I know I know it was still affecting parts of the world um, at that point, it was just coming um, into everyone's awareness. But I really, it wasn't on my radar. And I'm so thankful that uh, we had that dance photography conference before all this happened. Yeah, me too. That was a really great, fun thing for us to do, wasn't it? It was, it really was. So what were you up to in February after the conference? Oh, well, I was actually rehearsing before the conference and after. I had missed a couple of days of rehearsal to go but they let me. Uh, yeah, we were just starting up. We had a full calendar planned. We had um, a tour to Ohio that was happening and a residency in Ohio and a tour to perform in Macedonia, all which changed plans pretty quickly. We were in Ohio, actually, when all this corona stuff started. Oh, so you guys had already gone there. Yes. Uh, the day before we left to go to Ohio, they canceled our performance, but we went anyways because the residency took us early. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while we were there, they closed the restaurants and bars. So they were like, you got to go home. You don't know way to eat. You got you to leave. So we headed home and I've been home for a week. It's day eight. <laughs> Wow, that's that's a lot of stuff that then happened in the last uh, last couple of weeks. So when you left for Ohio, you you maybe had did you have like a little inkling that things might change? Oh yeah, I mean I had kind of a gut feeling that mm-hmm. we were going to play it by ear. So that's exactly what ended up happening. We were hoping because you know with the dance companies, presenters have to cancel it. It's not us. We signed the contract. We still have to go. So it's just a lot of waiting and hoping and packing a bunch of immunity boosting things. <laughs> yeah. So did you start working on the residency when you guys were there? So you, the residency was before the performance? Uh, it was technically after, but since the performance was canceled, it's the only thing we did. And we did get to work. It was in a university, which had all of its classes canceled. And we had two full, beautiful studios for ourselves and an empty building. It was pretty oh, good. Cool. Yeah. yeah, we got a lot of work done until they sent us home. <laughs> That's good. Were you guys working with the students there? Uh, nope, just us. It's you. Just us. Did everybody travel back home together? Well, we did. Our boss decided to drive home because he's in a higher risk 
category. And he was flying to Albany, not to New York City, and there wasn't much of a direct flight for him, so he drove. But the rest of us, yeah, we flew back. Easiest flying experience I've had, really. Empty <laughs> luggage just waiting for you on the other side. Didn't even put it on the carousel. It just put it out. <laughs> so that's really, yeah, that's kind of nice, but also maybe a little bit strange, too. Totally surreal. And I couldn't wait to get out of the airport. I was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Did, did it feel good to get back home? Oh, absolutely. I'm very happy to be back home. When when did um, you realize that things were going to be changing for kind of um, a bit of a lo- uh, the long haul? I mean, I know we don't really know when this is going to end, but it's clearly going to be more than a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm in agreement with that. I think it really hit me when we got home and started getting all of the studio closure emails. Um, and then, of course, my inbox got flooded because I had a big photo shoot coming up with Marymount Manhattan College, and they shut down. Um, first, it was until April 13th, and then it was indefinitely for the semester. They're still doing online classes, but, you know, those poor dancers don't get to walk at graduation. They don't get their end-of-the-year performance that happens. You know, I, I feel like they got a little bit cheated. But then, of course, they're all reaching out to me for the photo shoot. So I had to figure out my coronavirus policy, which I had no need to have earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to postpone everything for whenever the indefinite future allows life to proceed as normal. Yeah. As much as normal will be. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely going to be different for a while. Yeah. Yeah, my dance company is now meeting online for classes. <laughs> <laughs> my my two daughters, they're going to start their online dance classes today. Ah, oh, I started mine yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's interesting. I think some some people have have jobs that they do that that they can do alone. You know, they don't they don't really have to go anywhere, and they don't need other people necessarily immediately to do their job. But, I feel like dance is something where you really you really need other people, um, whether you're performing or rehearsing with people, um, or maybe you need an audience, you know, to to receive your art. Absolutely, and even to do it. <laughs> right. Uh, so it's something. It's really hard. Uh, if you guys are stuck at home, how how do you deal with that? How do you keep dancing? Because you're a dancer. So how do you keep doing it when? a lot of the things that enable you to do it are not available to you. Yeah, you know, it's a, a work in progress, really. Um, the online classes and the stuff that the dance community is staring up on Instagram is incredible. <laughs> I'm fortunate to have a studio space that can double as a dance space, but not everyone is that, most everyone in New York is not that lucky. Um, so it's navigating hard floors and classes trying to figure out what to teach that don't really require a lot of space that you can just move a table in your living room and do so it's definitely a modified way of dancing but it's you know everyone's getting creative it's really nice that that we have all the social media uh so that we can still be connected especially with dance where having a connection with either the person you're dancing with or the people that you're performing for it's really an important piece of it it is, absolutely. 
And even if you're to create new movement with the company, I know my company is working on that, trying to figure out how can we do this in a video chat? Like call out a person's name and they add a movement on to a string of other movements. Or <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's definitely going to create uh, new ways to be creative. <laughs> I know here at our house, um, I, had, I asked my younger daughter to think about things that she could use for a bar uh, because she wanted she wanted to do her dance class in the living room and and I don't really have anything in there that that can help her with that so I sent her on a quest to look at all the chairs in our house and see if something might be just about the right height. <laughs> That's a tricky one for us too. I've been trying to figure out what I should use. I'm like I have a coat rack. I have mm-hmm. the back of a chair. I have a standing desk. I'm like, maybe that might work if I clear that off to kind of be a bar. <laughs> My oldest daughter is using our, we, we have an actual like bar, like a drinking bar in the basement. So she's been using that. I guess that's a good height for her. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one too. Oh. My husband and I actually have started to make an app together during this quarantine for um work life time balance and routines and kind of an integrative way to get all of that done quarantine routines so you can then move on to your life later on is he is he an app developer he is yes he also made my website <laughs> which is beautiful by the way <laughs> i'll pass it on to him <laughs> <laughs> well that's really great that you guys are, are working together yeah, we're definitely creative together. We share a brain. <laughs> Are you guys a good team? Do you work well together? Absolutely. Good team. <laughs> How long have you guys been married? Three years? I didn't think about that. Yeah, three years. And do you have any any pets or anybody else living there with you guys? We have two cats, Oliver and Kitty. They're part of the studio. We also have them on our website. They're keeping us entertained. Oh, my Instagram has been filled with cat pictures. Mm-hmm. For a couple days. <laughs> well, from the from this the perspective of being a photographer, and in particular a dance photographer, you're also kind of without um, subjects to photograph. So, like that's another job where you need you need people. You need to have other people around you to to help you create. Yeah, that's the truth. Um, I do. I did recently do a couple of projects that are just for myself. So this week is going to be my edit those pictures and put them out in the world, my personal projects. And next week, I think I might do a series of self-portraits. So we'll see how that goes. That's a good idea. You yeah. should definitely do it. I want to see them. <laughs> I have a couple I can send you. I have. <laughs> what else? What else are you doing to uh, to sort of keep yourself? inspired and and feeling happy and healthy emotionally it's a great question uh journaling is i think a top one um trying to find some time to meditate which i've always wanted to do and now i have the gift of time to go on that journey um i spend a lot of time in the kitchen more so than i used to cooking things up and I guess talking to people, checking in with friends and neighbors and FaceTiming with family. Yeah, that's how my days are occupying (laughs) as of late. Those sound like some pretty nice days. Yeah, they are really nice days. I have to say, I'm trying to figure out how to 
take these routines back into life with me, you know, like scheduled time to sit down and read with my morning coffee. I'll never do that. That's a really good lesson to think that like there are some there are some good lessons and, and good things we can take away from this. And I know that when life gets back to being really busy again, it's it's going to be easy to just kind of like get back into it and forget about this new newfound slow pace that we've all all acquired. I, I hope that we can kind of keep a hold of it a little bit. It would be nice if we could all stay a little bit slower when things resume. It's definitely a goal of mine. That's kind of how this app got started. I made a list of everything that I want to wish I had time to do in a day, in a week, in a month. And now we're making a way where that's going to be easy for us to do and for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely want to hold on to those. <laughs> yeah. I realized when, when things started shutting down, it made me um, it made me appreciate all of the things that were shutting down, things that I hadn't really thought about before. And I thought, wow, you know, people are, people are really creative and people are doing so much good work out there. And it made me really sad to think about all of the amazing creations and, and good work that was, was being paused and because of all of this. I, um, but I mean, maybe again, the silver lining is that if we all slow down, we can focus more on that um, when we get our workspaces back and when we get our communities back together. Maybe, maybe, just maybe we can focus on that more instead of the, the smaller little problems that really aren't that big of a deal. I agree. Have you been following the stuff that's happening too environmentally? how like the fish are returning in Venice and air pollution is like dissipating in heavy areas. I'm like, Oh wow. <laughs> Wild animals that people thought were extinct are showing back up. I'm like, Oh, it's interesting. It is interesting. And it didn't, it didn't take very long, did it? No, just for people to take a step back and kind of respect. It goes to show how great life is at adapting. True. That's a really good point. We are adaptive creatures. Yeah, we, we definitely are. And ev- I think everything, everything that's alive adapts in, in a way that's kind of like a, a definition of life. That it doesn't stay the same. Keeps keeps going and changing. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> so you're in Jersey City, which is really um, very close to New York City. And when I look at these maps, so I'm, I'm in Philly and a little bit further away from you are, but I look at these maps showing where, where this virus is, is like really popping up in New York city. Like it's crazy. It's, it's really, really bad there. Are, are you feeling um, the intensity of that where you guys live? A bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, isolated within our home, keeping busy with projects and work, not so much. But I had to give myself scheduled time to listen to the news because it, otherwise I'm just in panic mood. And then, you know, my mom calls, family calls, everyone's nervous about where we are, um, checking in with friends a lot and hearing about how people in their building are starting to get sick and they can't get tests. And it, it, the whole thing's a bit scary for sure. So you're yeah. limiting, you're limiting your uh, exposure to the news? I am. It's hard because it pops up every three seconds on your phone. But in terms of actually sitting down and letting myself read those articles, 
yeah, I'm giving myself time to do that every day. Because if I do it all day, I won't do anything else. And I think I'll just be in a panic. <laughs> I think that's a really good idea. You got you have to protect yourself a little bit just mentally. Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to stay in the loop. That's for sure. I just can't do it all day. No. And nobody should. It's a lot to take in. It is a lot to take in. And there's... And there's more to there's more to life. I know it kind of doesn't seem like it sometimes, but there, there's still a lot more to life than than the virus. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's the part that's freaking me out more is the economical side of it. A week ago, I had a full schedule. I was overworked. I was on the point of burning out. Really, I was just very, very busy. Lots and lots to do. And then, in the blink of an eye, everything's canceled. All that income is gone. Trying to file for unemployment trying that in itself is hard the website crashes the phone go down everybody's calling you know mm-hmm. but then you remember everyone's experiencing the same thing so yeah that's right we just gotta take it as it comes and get creative right mm-hmm. do you think it makes it a little bit easier or not the fact that everybody's in it together and everybody's experiencing the same anxieties and the same problems I think it definitely helps to know that you're not alone, for sure. I think it does, in a way, make it easier to know that everyone is experiencing their own version of this crisis. So, yeah. In a way, social distancing is encouraging us to reach out to other people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I agree. I think it is, definitely. How far ahead are you thinking in terms of your photography and your dance? Are you, are you like really just like letting it all go, letting all control go and, and wondering or not wondering, but just waiting for kind of the all clear and then to see what the situation is like, see how you can jump back in or do you have a plan for what you want to happen, let's say in a, a month from now or two months from now? Honestly, a little bit of both. I've closed my studio down until to kind of reconvene and re situate on May 1st is my date to kind of be like, okay, can I reopen? What's everything like? But up until now, I'm closed until May 1st Um, to then hopefully reach out to clients and start confirming shoots if things are back to normal. For dance, that's a bit different. We're taking it day by day. We're trying to figure out if there's a way that we can rehearse while being separated. Um, They're trying to figure out if tours can be rescheduled. Um, I know we had to cancel our gala, big thing that we do every year. Uh, Joyce season scheduled for uh, May, but we're not sure if that's going to happen or not, which is really going to heavily determine what our schedule looks like. Um, Yeah, so a little bit of both. Do you guys have things planned so far through the summer? No, not so much. Um, we have like a teaching engagement, I know in the summer, but spring is our busy season. Okay. Oh, that makes it hard. Yeah, it does make it hard. But everyone's just trying to put on their creative hat. Mm-hmm. There's definitely, there's definitely ways to, to keep going and move forward and, and they'll, they'll be different. Um, but yeah, people are very creative, especially yeah. dancers. <laughs> photography is a hard one you you really can't um you really can't hold a session virtually you can't do a photo shoot 
uh, via Zoom at all. Nope, that just doesn't work. <laughs> Although I can't lie, my brain's kind of going, whoa, can you? <laughs> is there a way to make that happen? No, I maybe mean, there is. We should, we should never say never. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely thinking about that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, the services are different. Dancers aren't really in need of auditions when all the auditions are canceled and performances and such. So my brain's kind of going around in circles. Well, what do people need? They need social media content. Perhaps there's something we can work on with that. Or um, yeah. maybe could, I don't know. Like maybe just some stock. Maybe there's space for sort of like stock-like photography, where you know you could take photos in your studio you're so lucky that your studio is in your home are you under um like one of these orders like stay at home shelter in place kind of order right now uh yeah jersey city is doing everything they can to keep people in their home okay so since your studio is in your home you can still use it and you still have all your stuff so i don't know maybe you could come up with creating some some photos without people of things that that people could could use photos that people could use in some way Spend a day photographing objects in my kitchen. <laughs> I'm so interested in people, though. That's going to be a hard one for me. Mm-hmm. I think my cats are going to maybe end up on Instagram quite a bit. I have a book, and I think it was my father-in-law who gave it to me. It's called Dancing with Cats. And it's photos of dancers dancing with cats. So, um, which it would be a very difficult undertaking, I imagine. I don't. I think it would be way harder than than dancers with dogs because uh, cats just don't. You know, they're not. They're not just going to um, pose as nicely as a dog might. That's true. <laughs> a little harder to train the cats. Yeah, um, but possible. <laughs> possible. You have everything you need right there to give it a try. Yeah, I see myself starting a blog during this quarantine. Yeah, just like self-portraits of me and my cats dancing in different parts of my house. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. It's a nice way to connect with people, a nice way to still create something, and, and you can strengthen your relationships with your cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lay them out of your time till the husband gets thrown into you, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, it's been so nice to talk with you. You too, absolutely. Thanks for thinking of me. Oh, sure thing. Yeah. I um, I hope that the next few weeks can bring you a lot of downtime because I'm sure it was really needed. Um, so I hope that that downtime can be good for you and not too stressful. Thank you. I wish the same to you. Thanks so much. Take care, Jackie. Take care. Thank you.